0: Hello everybody, Tony Perks. It is your uh, relationship life coach, the podcaster of the 21st century. Welcome to the channel. Welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time, my name is Tony Perks. Like I said earlier, I'm a life coach. I'm a relationship coach. I'm currently a, a, a licensed vocational nurse as well. And I'm here to spread any knowledge that I obtain while being... From an adopted family, from a toxic relationship dealing with a narcissist, and to being a single parent for, for a little bit of time, and to now being married and co-parenting while being a minister um, of the Lord Jesus Christ, and trying to find my way into what my passion is. So, that's a little intro for you guys. If you don't know, now you know. I know, you know, I hate... Okay, just really sidebar. But I notice that every time I'm speaking, I, I kind of end my sentences in a high note. Like that. And it makes it sound like a question. I'm like... Like, uh... Like, uh... Do you guys want to hear what I'm saying? I know what to do today. Like, it, I, it's something that I've been trying to work on because I, I didn't realize I was doing that for a while. So... Today, I forgot the title, or I forgot what I was going to talk about. I thought something really good. Oh, well, okay, we'll just talk, we'll just freestyle it. But just to, I want to go a little bit about um, keeping a positive attitude and mindset, and how I do that, and what works for me. Um, I'm going to learn how to stop saying um. But... I've realized that my mindset is a lot different than others, and I didn't know why I've been this successful. And it's, I'm not, you know, super successful, but I'm successful and like not financially, not super successful, but I am. I get paid a very good amount of money. I'm able to support myself and my family on my own. Still, go be able to travel. But I wanted to talk about the ways that I keep my mindset positive which i did not understand this until recently but i've been doing these tactics that i didn't know were tactics i did again tactics i didn't know these were tactics for you know developing a positive mindset i just been doing these my for years my life and i didn't understand how powerful they were because i would tell people the stuff that i do but it just wouldn't resonate with some people and I realize like a lot of things I've heard through like studying and reading are affirming all the stuff I've been doing. It just explains why it works. So a couple things. Here's one thing that's really that I'm big on. Um continually, or continually listening to motivation and positive information. I can't stress that enough. You know, in the twenty first century now, it's been plagued with just a a rampage of negative and self-debilitating like ideals and thoughts and it's all about you and you know the world is a bad place and you got to be a shark to win you know the stuff you know it's all about me and mine and f you and that kind of stuff you know it keeps you in a place that like there's no community there's no you know unity as people it's just I got to get mine for my family you got to get yours and that's it and I've come to understand that I literally listen to so much positive information. Like, you know, affirming, you know, to, to lead of my heart, number one. To always lead with my heart. Two, to show compassion and empathy to others. I'm extremely big on that. I'm extremely big on that. I, it's a fundamental piece. I, I truly believe, from the bottom of my heart, I truly believe that if everyone treated people how they want to be treated, the world would be a better place. Not treated how you are treated, treated how you want to be treated. That's a big difference. Cause there's a lot of times I should treat people a certain way because they treated me a certain way, but I don't. Or I try not to, at least. And most of the time I'm pretty successful. There's times where I, you know, I'm a human, I mess up, uh, I get angry, just like the average person does. But I really truly try to live my life in a way that is I choose compassion over everything and I empathize every time and sometimes it can, it can be it's, it's almost like I'm naive to a certain degree but how I view it is I just try to put out as much as I can with positivity and I hope in return that someone may do the same thing and I think sometimes I get upset is because I expect someone to actually do it and they don't and then it kind of makes me feel a certain way but I'm working on myself And I'm able to identify that and understand. But that one thing is really try to keep a lot of positivity in my my ears. I listen to a bunch of motivational speakers saying how you can do it, how you can achieve your dreams. But that's not the only way, you know, that's not the only key. But it is a big factor. Number two, I always try, I won't say always, but I try to look at the good in every situation. So even when bad stuff is happening to me, I try to see... How would this serve me or benefit me later on? Or what can I learn from this to benefit me? Because of every situation, there's an equal amount of bad and there's an equal amount of good on the other side. You just have to learn how to look at it and look for it. I'm almost guarantee you, there's been plenty of situations that you've had in your life that have been terrible at first, that you were regretting and wishing that didn't happen. But then after the storm was over, you realize how much of a blessing it was. I'll use a personal example. I went to jail. I went to jail for one day. Not even a day. Maybe twelve to maybe fifteen hours. A full day shift. But I went to jail. I was uh I got in a fight. Uh it was actually a domestic violence uh suit that I had. Um and it's not when you when you hear that you think oh domestic violence, this guy is like crazy, whatever. But it wasn't a situation at all. I mean I did do something I did do something wrong. Um, but it, it was it was provoked and it was unintentional it wasn't even like it actually wasn't even meant to be what it was but so i got charged with a domestic violence case and oh man it was it was it was it was hard i'm not going to lie it was hard i had to go to court i had to face everybody you know i had to look at the judge you know look at at the situation and just really understand like dang that this is hard, you know, my record, I'm gonna be is gonna be tarnished forever. People will think a certain way about me. People are gonna look at me a certain way when they hear this and it's just crazy, especially the type of person I am. One, I never thought I'd be in jail ever. I don't I don't I really try not to do anything wrong like that. And then number two, especially for this type of situation, I'm not like a violent person like that. I never believed in, you know, putting your hands on a women woman, woman or woman at all. Like that's totally not in my realm of anything. So to be charged with this particular thing is a lot. But, and at the time, it was hard. I mean, I lost jobs because of it. I mean, I I went and bought a truck and lost a job that I bought the truck for. I mean, it was $30,000 $30, in debt for a brand new truck that I purchased. I had no income coming in. Uh, you know, I had no job. I lost my job. My dad died at that time. And it was rough. It was hard. It was hard. But what I gained from it was it really taught me to appreciate my freedom. It really it taught me to keep myself composed. It taught me after going through my anger management slash domestic violence classes that it taught me to keep my emotions, keep myself in check at all times. To keep myself composed. And that's one of those traits that you need to especially be um, uh, successful. You need to be able to keep yourself uh, composed under pressure. Because a lot of times you're going to go through trials and situations that look like, what the hell? I never seen this coming. But you have to learn how to keep a cool, level head. You got to learn how to think under pressure. And all these things, all that situation taught me that. It taught me the importance of keeping a cool head. It taught me the importance of keeping. Uh, Keep myself composed under pressure. It taught me itself how to not how to like, you know, not lash out and get angry. It taught me how to if I'm seeing red, I need to leave the situation and come back at a better time. So look for the blessings and things. That's like that's one of my biggest takeaways is look for the blessing in everything because everything there's a blessing, whether you see it right now or not. And that's everything. And there may things that happen that you may not know until years later. You may not understand it in your lifetime. You may not. But I know that in every situation there's good in it. Even when I got punched in the face by a 17 year old kid recently, even though I was angry and I was hot, I still knew that there was a lesson in this that needed to be learned for myself. That is ultra like this it's almost priceless. I had to go through this crazy stuff to realize the blessing that I had on the other side. You know, which is sometimes you need to learn when to let, when you, when, I'm sorry, sometimes you need to learn when to allow somebody to do what they're going to do, what they need to do. It's not your personal place to get into everyone's business. And if you're not qualified to handle it, you shouldn't be uh, doing anything about it. You should call a professional. So there's things I learned, you know, through these trials and hard situations that I would not take back. As much as I hated those situations, I wouldn't take it back because now I've understood. So I want to implore you guys that when you're going through a trial, when you're going through hardships, what is it that you need to learn that's going to it's take you through? Who do you need to become to get out of that situation? Who do you need to become to get out of the situation? And are you thinking outside the box? All people who are successful think outside the box. you got to be different. you got to use your own way of thinking you got to think for you become an individual and really think for yourself but that's all the tips i have for you guys today that's really uh the basis i know this is all improv today i didn't even have a i thought i had a subject but i didn't but this is all improv so we're just gonna keep it going we're gonna i'm not gonna stop i'm gonna become a motivational speaker i'm gonna become a speaker excuse me i'm gonna become successful high-ranking motivational speaker I want to learn how to talk to any type of group, any type of setting, professional, spiritual, emotional. Like, coach, I, I want I to do it all. And I'm going to strive for my dream. And I know it's going to happen. I don't know when yet. But I know it's going to happen. So, until next time, guys, I love you. Thank you for listening. Hope this information helps you. And if it does, please comment any situation that you've been through that, that you learned something from that you didn't think was a blessing before. Because, you know, sharing your information is what's going to keep um, the community growing. But to keep people, to, to keep allowing, uh, sorry, to, to help others. It's going to keep the potential for growing and helping each other. And that's what this is about. You know, sharing love and showing others, you know, what your struggles have been through. That may help somebody else. You don't go to your struggles just to go to your struggles. Your struggles are to help somebody else when they're struggling. Alright? So remember that. Your struggles are your test. You can say your test is your testimony. When you get through it, you can help somebody else get through it. And that's where you guys try to be. So, until next time guys, I love you. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, Tony Perk signing off. Peace, love, and hair grease.